How are you guys doing? Welcome over here to the channel. My name is Robert Turkle. This episode is sponsored by Groove Life. You like that? I ran. That was quick. Good I, on you, man. Get it. Yeah, I like that. I got it. So Groove Life has been around for a while. I'll tell you guys right now, myself, I own a company called Guggen Squad, and we've been using Groove Life belts. Like, see this thing? I know this one is not one I'm supposed to be sharing, but I wanted to share with you guys. I've been using Groove Life for a very long time. I even have my own little custom Guggen Squad. Yeah, belt. I use them too. Look at that. Okay. But today, we got the Groove Life wallet. Oh, nice. I didn't even know they made a wallet. Oh, God. All right. Where are we going? How are you guys doing? I'm excited. Big times are ahead. We're here. This Monday at 8 p.m. Central, oh, we're going to be actually interviewing the Hamas leader's son live. And it's only going to be available for members only. So if you're not a member, do it to it. Do it. Down in the bottom of the description, you guys click that area that says join. It's like $4 a month. or Excuse me, it's like $5 a month. Four, five bucks a month. It's super simple. That'll give you access to the live stream that's literally going to have Just the Hamas. Yusuf. It's going to be here. Talking to us live. And you guys will be able to drop your questions in the chat stream. Rob will be going over your guys' questions, be able to take them for you, and we'll be screening questions and get them up there so we can get some of y'all's questions answered. It is that simple. Let's rip through some of the stuff we got going on. We found, well, I say we found. We didn't the, find. The Israelis found a second body who was uh, slain by Hamas. It was a 19-year-old who was a actually. A corporal in the IDF. Yeah, a corporal in the IDF. So she was in the IDF. I would, I, like, I would hate to venture. I don't even want to think her final days of, of being alive with those people. Could have been good. It was, Could have been ooh. good. And she was also found in the same location as the first, which yeah. was outside the Shifa Hospital. So so hostages were, in fact, taken to the Shifa Hospital. We know that, that now as a fact. There was hostages taken to the Shifa Hospital or the area surrounding the Shifa Hospital, and they had the bodies over there. Uh, the IDF is not releasing how these individuals uh, deceased or how they were uh, came to lose their life. There is conspiracy theories going around that the IDF possibly did it and some of their airstrikes or anything like that. And really what I think it is is IDF is probably disclosing that information to the families, but they're not going to be disclosing it to the general public. And so. even, even if they somehow were killed in an airstrike, that doesn't deter the fact that they were brought to a hospital. Right. It really doesn't. So. No. No. But either way, uh, the IDF is now, well, the reason we're here today is the IDF is now launching attacks over in the West Bank. They've had enough. So about the last 30 days or so inside the West Bank, uh, there's been a lot of sustained fighting taking place. We're talking about multiple small arms attacks on a daily basis, multiple IED attacks on a daily basis. Um, since I've checked, I mean, just a rough estimate is my head is between tw 10 and 20 small arms attacks on a daily basis inside the West Bank against Israeli defense forces, along with multiple IED strikes. All right, I've got videos of some of the IED strikes taking place, everything like that. But at the end of the day, uh, Israel is kind of fed up with it, kind of fed up with it. And guess what? One of the first places they hit inside of the West Bank was a hospital inside of Janine. So last night when we were doing our live stream, uh, Rob ended up coming across a bunch of videos showing these IDF vehicles that were reportedly rolling into the West Bank. Huge columns of IDF trucks going to the West Bank. Now, they went to two separate locations. One uh, was the hospital in Janine, and another one was a quote-unquote refugee camp outside of there. And the we'll get into all that in a little bit. We're, we're going to get into all that uh, in just a second. But I want to give you an idea for some of the munitions that are being found right now um, inside of the Gaza Strip before we jump into what they're doing. Okay, so here's a couple of things that they found uh, as far as Hamas fighters across from some of the homes, AKs, grenades, everything like that going into it. But it's not just that type of stuff, okay? They also have huge heavy weaponry. If the IDF had not gone into the Gaza Strip, these weapons would have been fired at sovereign Israeli territory, likely targeting civilians and infrastructure just looks and fake. killing people. It really does look fake. I know it's not, but it looked like they just look fake. It's because they're making them. It's crazy. They're making them. It's not like they're getting these shipped to them. No, they're making them. 
You know what I'm saying? And look at look at the IRLs that they have them set on the improvised yeah. rocket launchers. They have all this stuff set up. You know, it's, it's just it's absolutely absurd to think that the IDF has no business going into the Gaza Strip and or destroying Hamas. The West Bank in general. Yeah, or into the West Bank. And we're going to talk about that here in just a sec because the, the word on the street inside the West Bank is there's no Hamas terrorists in there. Well, now, after the IDF went and attacked some of these different locations, the Kassam Brigade came out and flat out said, we are in the West Bank and we are attacking IDF. And we're going to talk about that. So underneath the Rantissi Hospital, uh, the IDF released more information on tunnel networks that they found. We'll go through here and scroll through some of their stuff. Okay, here's a couple of the images that the IDF released of the tunnels that they found. This is 100% a massive tunnel underneath that hospital that they were able to unearth and that they're now saying is inside there. What you're looking at that we have pulled up on the screen, all right, is we have clashes that were taking place on November 15th inside the West Bank. These clashes are the ones that sparked the IDF rolling into the West Bank. Again, up on the screen here, we have seven small arms clashes going along, along with, I want to say it was five IED strikes that took place over here, up over on there. Now, the area that the IDF went into is known as Janine, okay, or the city is known as Janine, and that's up here in the northern portion, right, circling around where that one rifle's sitting out on that screen. That's where the IDF rolled into. Now, video started surfacing uh, early Friday morning, showing what uh, was actually taking place. Now, this is the hospital outside of Janine, and it's going to show you um, the IDF actually calling out some of these people. So right out there on the screen, you can see some of the aid workers, uh, some of the people that work at the hospital coming out with their hands up, surrendering themselves to IDF. Inside the hospital, you can see the same thing. People coming from the coming from the inside, going out. IDF taking people into custody before they go into the hospital itself. Not a lot of shooting took place around the hospital. However, like I said, there was two separate locations they raided. One was a hospital. The other one was the refugee camp. Now, surrounded on the refugee camp, we're going to get back to that guy here in a sec. All right, so surrounding the refugee camp, uh, a couple different videos ended up coming out. Okay, this is one of the videos um, that came out on November 17th at 8.45 in the morning. Okay, um, this video, what you're looking at is the direction towards that refugee camp where the IDF went in to go raid. And again, if there's no Qassam fighters or there's no Hamas fighters in this area, he's doing the shooting. This is this is around the, the hospital over there. The, no, this is around the refugee camp. Still oh, the, the same vicinity. Camp. Yeah, okay, still in the same vicinity. But this is so, all the fighting as they were going towards it. It's just so crazy the, the amount of what you want to call refugees that are happening inside of a country. That's well, they're just, not. Just makes no sense. They're not typically what you would think of. Of a regular refugee camp. We're talking about refugee camps that have been around since the 50s. You okay. know what I mean? And that they, that they just call them refugee camps. Uh, you know, Palestine is the only place where you could have generations of people born in refugee camps that remain in there. It's their freaking home for crying out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they label them as refugee camps. That wasn't the only video that ended up coming up out of there. Here's some more fighting that was taking place on Israel's first going in. And you can hear it. Again, this is in Janine towards the hospital. <laughs> Good 
So again, that's some pretty serious firepower that you can hear going off in the distance they're uh, firing at and going towards Israeli troops, or maybe it was Israeli troops firepower, but either way, they're going back and forth. And you got to ask yourself, if there's none of those fighters, right, and it's just a bunch of angry civilians in the area, because that's what the, that's what the media wants you to believe, that's what social media and all this disinformation that's out there wants you to believe, is it's just pissed off civilians that are rising up. Well, I present to you this video that came out of, uh, that came out of uh, the West Bank, okay? This individual here is a freedom fighter, yeah. if you will, a.k.a. terrorist. Now, a couple things to note looking at this guy. We're going to go back here, and I'm going to show you a couple things about this video that I want you to, again, apply some critical thinking. So on first look, you look at that, and you're like, yeah, there's there's a kid firing out a window. So that's number one. Okay, this individual is what, 17, 18-year-old max? Like that, yeah. In my opinion, it can't be more than 17 to 18 years old. But let's look at his stance right now as he goes out that window. He's got a nice wide base on him, right? His his freaking elbows down. He's using appropriate cover coming around that window in order to shoot, minimizing a silhouette. So he's got some training that goes into him. He's peeping around that corner correctly in order to shoot out from the other side of it. But what you're about to notice is his weapon's about to have a malfunction. Right there. He notices it, corrects the malfunction quickly, and gets back on target and starts shooting. Pretty wild when you really think about it. He was able to figure it out, fix it. Granted, was it an immediate? No, but he did fix it. Then he ducks around the window because he doesn't want to get shot, and he moves to a new location. So he's firing and maneuvering, right? He's not shooting from the same location over and over and over because that's how you get fixed into position and eventually die, right? That's when tank shells start coming through the window, RPGs, you know what I mean, all that other stuff that would be going through that window to take him out or just direct fire going at him. He's ducking across the window. He's correcting malfunctions. He's outfitted appropriately. Oh, by the way, let's go back and take a look at his kit setup. That's not your standard AK-47. No. That's not your little PS, POS AK-47. Okay, that's a pretty decent AR. His kit, also pretty decent. All right, everything about this guy, he's even got a dang tack light, it looks like, on that weapon. So everything about this guy says he's well-funded and well-trained. Oh, by the way, let's take a look at his face. Do-do-do. Again, maybe 18 years old. I have no idea. Maybe. And he's likely had years of training going into that. Look at him running out that room. His fingers off the trigger. Yeah. I mean, this guy has been through a decent amount of training going into it. And these are the ones that are in the West Bank. Now, people will ask you over and over and over, why is the, why is the IDF oppressing everybody in the West Bank? Because they're looking for these guys. Those IEDs didn't fall out of the dang sky, ladies and gentlemen. They're not easy to come by. Oh, by the way, we're now getting word that they're using explosively formed projectiles in the West Bank as well as in the Gaza Strip. Now, EFPs, for those of you that don't know, are very difficult to come by, and they're very difficult to make. They require a ton of, of copper formed in a very particular manner, and they require a lot of explosives properly primed and formed around that copper in order to form a jet to take out anti or in order to take out armor such as tanks and up-armored vehicles. They're not run-of-the-mill things. These guys have that. That suggests that they're getting funding from Iran. But even more so, like I said, Kassam Brigade came out and said, yes, we are the ones around that refugee camp that are attacking the IDF, and they're still fighting as of filming this video. Well, guys, it's 2023, and you guys are probably using the same wallet, right? Like some of you guys, I, I promise you, over the last 10 years, I, I, are you using the same wallet still or no? Yep. Okay, that's not good. It's time for you guys to update your wallet game with Groove Life. I'm telling you guys right now, the Groove Life wallet, this is Seek. It's it's very it's very low profile. It's clean. Look at this thing. Pop, pops your stuff out. Look at that. Put them back in there. That's handy. That's pretty awesome. Got a little clip on the back too. I like it. You can't can't get all your stuff damaged inside there. 
tell you that. Yeah, yeah. you need this thing because that's pretty much all you do is damage everything in your life. <laughs> anyway, it just takes one simple thumb motion to perfectly fans out all six of your cards you want to shove in there, and you get access to all of them. I just left the one, the little standard one that comes in there to give you guys a good demonstration. You can fit six cards inside there and pulls them out. That's crazy. I think it's awesome. So it's extremely durable, high quality aluminum on the outer shell. This wall is unlike any other wallet I've ever seen in my entire life. And whatever happens to your Guru Life Clear, they have a 94 year life, no BS warranty. All right, guys, it's gonna lie, it's gonna lie at the lifetime. Yeah, this thing literally, you will die with this thing. This thing will go to the grave with you. Yeah, if it doesn't last to the lifetime, they're gonna replace it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. All you guys got to do is head over to GrooveLife.com forward slash Rob to get twenty percent off all your Groove Life products. Like I told you guys, this around here, which I threw it on the ground. Let me grab it. This belt. Yes, I've been wearing a Groove Life belt for a very long time. I have a green and a black one. So, and mine says GS on the front for Guggen Squad, but it is a Groove Life belt. These things are awesome. Why do I love these things? This right here. Ah, look at that. When you gain a little bit of weight, oh, you feel pretty good. You got to bend over. Got a little bit of stretch to it. But this right here, this wallet, I know there's somebody out there that needs something like this. They'd like destroy all their and stuff. And they just found it. And they just found it. You just found this. So go check it out. Head over to GrooveLife.com forward slash Rob to get 20% off all GrooveLife products. That's the best offer you guys are ever going to hear. And all you got to do is use my link, very top of the description, GrooveLife.com forward slash Rob. Get 20% off your order. One last time for you guys so you guys don't miss out. Go to GrooveLife.com forward slash Rob to get 20% off your entire order. Grab yourself one of these. Look how awesome that is. Look at that. Just slide it back in there. You can fit six of them in there. Look at that. Bah. Easy. Bah. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. What do we got going on here with this kind of stuff, buddy? Yep. So let's move on beyond this gentleman over here. Okay. And let's just keep going on down the line. All right. So Israel now is saying that they're moving into their next phase of the operation. Okay. So Israel came out after they, they went into the Gaza hospital and they're not releasing a lot of the information on what they find in there. But what they are saying is that they're going into stage two of the operation or the next phase of the operation. Now, that is now being coupled, okay, with what's happening over in uh, the West Bank. Okay, so inside the Gaza Strip, they're going into phase two. Inside the West Bank, they're now starting to make assaults on different compounds inside of the West Bank. So it leads me to question whether or not part of Israel's original plan was to also take out Hamas fighters inside of the West Bank to go after the terrorists in the West Bank. Because it doesn't make sense for Israel to go into the Gaza Strip and wipe Hamas off the planet just to let them grow on the other side of Israel. Yeah. Yeah. If you really think about it, they kind of have to. If they leave Hamas or if they leave terrorist organizations inside the West Bank, it's just going to evolve. They have, if their goal is to wipe them off the planet, something that completely oversighted me originally looking into this, they would have to go into the West Bank to take them out. So I'm starting to think that maybe we're going to start seeing an uptick in operations inside the West Bank as well. Well, I know for a fact, as we were making this this episode, I, I read that there, the uh, Israeli military has now started to move a little bit south. Like, mm-hmm. And when I mean a little bit south, I'm not talking about inside the West Bank. I'm talking about actually inside of Gaza proper. So I don't have a shift. I don't know if they're going, if, by the time we're making this, I don't know if they're starting to shift below that line. Remember that one southern mm-hmm. line that they, they allowed people to like kind of go to? Yep. You know what I was just thinking about? I was kind of off topic, but I wonder how many, you know, like lollipops, you know, back in the day, lollipops. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many of these this thing has inside of it. What? Like how many times you can do that in the life of one of these Groove Life wallets? You know what I mean? Like how many times this actually happens in, over a hundred year period before it actually gives it out? I just thought about it that. It probably won't. I know, but that's just kind of crazy if you think about it. The engineering like, are you it. talking about how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Yeah, you is know, like how, how many, how many slides is how a Groove Life wallet? How does your brain do that? I don't know. I'm just thinking about oh, it. Man, it's kind of crazy if you look at the engineering. It's going to go on forever, bro. 
It's going to go on it's forever. It's got like an Energizer battery. It's going to go on forever, man. All right. Let's blow this sucker up on the screen over here. Gotcha. Funeral inside of the West Bank or a funeral procession inside the West Bank. Okay. That's what's taking place inside of this video. And there's something really interesting just on face value looking at this that I would like to point out to you. Okay. First of all, the security guards up front. I didn't even catch that the first time, but don't oh, worry. Security's there. They have better security in the crowd. Holy, trust me. Oh my God. I didn't, I didn't even see that. Right. The first time we watched this. Yeah. I don't think he's security. It's just a shirt with English. Well, on there's it. another guy that says security on the far left. Right? I don't know. Where? His Over hat? Here? Yeah. Good. Anyways. So moving on, let's take a look at this video. I'm going to let it play through and I'm going to ask you guys if you saw anything and then I'm going to go back towards it and show you guys specifically what I'm pointing out. Watch carefully. Did you guys see it? Hopefully some of you guys saw it. Hold on, look at the military age male. Yeah, number one, it's nothing but a bunch of men marching through that area. Wait a minute. Who's that guy? What's he doing there? Again, none of them are in the West Bank, according to, uh, you know, all these random people on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter that are saying the IDF's over there just oppressing them for no reason. It's very, very kind of odd to me that you have two people that are being carried around, presumably on their way to the grave. They're wrapped up for burial. And yet, right here in the center of your screen, we have this gentleman. And he is outfitted very similar to the last one we took a look at earlier on in this video. Dressed in all black, rifles approximately the same, different optic on top of it, pretty well outfitted, but he's traveling inside the funeral. Now, why do you think this gentleman would be in there? Why is he the only one also that has his face covered? Why do you think he would be in there? I have two answers for you, ladies and gentlemen. Two, two answers that I can think of for why he'd be there. One, he might be there as security. Look at the UN sign. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. The UN's there. Don't worry. They're over there doing good things. Okay. No. He's either there for perceived protection of the funeral. Okay. And or those people that are being buried were likely fighters that got killed and that are now being put to rest. And he's there showing his support. Oh, 100%. That's what's going on. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't, why would he just be randomly there? Right. Why would he be there if that wasn't the case? All these men inside this 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 video are for sure. I'm going going out a limb here. Just be my opinion. Maybe it's not for sure, but would probably die for what they would call the cause. Correct. Yeah. They're I mean, they wouldn't be hanging out with this guy. They're they're like no one's even like thinking twice about this guy randomly being mixed in. No, at all. They're not like, dude, get away from us. We're gonna get bombed. Dude, get the hell out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, we don't want you over here. And we've seen other videos, not on here. We've shown them on our live broadcast to where you have guys like that that are fighting that get hit by IDF fire and they fall to the ground. And then civilians run over and rip their weapons and equipment off now of them and continue fighting. Now they're like, oh, my God, civilians have died. Well, no, it was a it was a guy that was not. Right. Let's be real. He wasn't a civilian. Yeah, that was like a perfect example of what we talked about, about these weapons being ripped off. Now, not a lot of information is coming out about the West Bank. But it's very clear just watching after a couple of those videos that there is definitely fighters in there. Yeah. And if you want, you can go over to ISW's website and you can go back day after day after day after week and you can see the uptick in fighting that has been happening inside of the West Bank. And I think Israel's finally saying it's enough. 
I have no idea how many IDF's troops have been killed inside the West Bank, have been wounded inside the West Bank with all this fighting, but I think the writing is on the wall that the IDF is actually sp- going to start moving on the West uh, Bank. They're not really allowing a lot of the footage to be released. I mean, they're allowing some of it to be released, but let's be real. They're not really allowing, like, it's not like, if, if, there's, just, there's just not a lot. And when we see something, it's like a three-minute clip. It's sure. not the entire thing. It's like three-minute clip. It looks cool. It's actually... For the most part, when the Israelis, when they actually do post something, it's actually quality. It's mm-hmm. actually really good quality. It's not now, like some random goopy little phone. Right. Now, the difference between the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, these folks haven't had all their power cut off yet. They don't have all their cell phones being blocked. They don't have all that stuff going on. So we're likely to see a lot more video of the conflict coming out of the West Bank right now until the IDF actually does that, if they, in fact, do roll on them. And it's I'm, I'm going to be very curious to see what came out of that hospital that they went up there and raided in uh, Janine. I'm going to be very curious yeah. to see what came out of that hospital. I'm going to be very curious to see what they found inside that quote-unquote refugee camp because they don't just hit those things randomly. They had intelligence pointing them there. There was some intelligence that pointed them to go into the refugee camp and some intelligence that pointed them to go to the hospital. And I have no doubt, just like we saw in the refugee camps up in uh, the northern parts of the Gaza Strip, dude, they had a battalion headquarters that basically engulfed the freaking refugee camp. Yeah. Weapons-making facilities, rocket launch sites, all sorts of shit over there undoubtedly that's the type of stuff that they're unearthing inside the refugee camp here as well as in these other locations within uh within the west bank yeah you're not incorrect so yeah no, no, you're, no you're not absolutely not I'm just thinking about it yeah no that one's kind of crazy the whole you guys didn't know the military the military is now backtracking on their stance when it comes to remember when they kicked a bunch of people off not to get in the covid um, shot so now we have um they're now backtracking i don't know if it's because they've been struggling so much with Getting people to enlist, which could be a thing, but now there's like, I would call this a memorandum is what I would say it is, but I don't really know. I mean, it's not a memorandum. It's clearly a letter, like a a mass produced letter to all the people they kicked out. Yeah. It's just now they're, they're literally asking Hey, uh, can you guys want to come back? You guys can actually, so when they kicked them out, they got out for dishonorable discharge, I would assume, or maybe other than than honorable honorable. because they refused orders or something. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Other than honorable. And then now they're saying they can go through and actually change and get with the The, uh, DOD. I don't know if it's DOD. They have to go through, they can go through the army discharge review board. So to get to basically get, get whatever discharge it was overturned. And if they want down at the bottom of the letter, it says individuals who desire to apply and return to service should contact their local U S army, U S army reserve or national guard recruiter. So now it's just now, I don't know. I have no idea why they're doing this other than because their numbers are low They're Yeah. That's the only thing I can come up with this. Their numbers are so low. They're just like, all right, here, we'll just take everybody back in, which is crazy to me. I'm, I'm so shocked that no one's, but there's not like yeah. some crazy ass lawsuits that's been happening. Like who's going to do this? that? I, I don't know. Who's going to be like, oh, we're going to trust you now after you forced us to do some stuff and we were pleased to do it. And so you kicked yeah. us out. But now you're saying it's okay and we're going to come back in. That's the problem with the military these days, man, is they, 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 they don't have the cojones to stick to one general thing. I just think it's America as a whole right now. It's kind of in a weird, like rotating, just, I don't know. It's so just not, it's just not pleasant. I love watching combat videos. This dude, oh yeah. This dude here in the seconds about to absolutely just rip. They have such a mixture of weapons. Yeah, they really do. Dude, just tearing it. What a life. What a life. And you know what's sad is people are going to watch the video of that guy on that, that MG turned into that building being like, ah, he's just 
peppering the entire building. Nah, he's probably shooting through the walls trying to get to the people on the other side of the walls. Good. It's a very real thing. Yeah. Which is also why collateral damage exists. Because of stuff like that and the way combat works. So this is a cool video. This is Israel's... Uh, what's the name of that system? That, that, that knocks the stuff down? Yeah, this is them uh, going after the Houthi, uh, the Houthi uh, ballistic missile that got fired at them. And this is uh, videos of them. It was actually using it, yeah. Yeah, of them actually using it and going after him and shooting it down. I think it's pretty badass, personally. Oh, sorry, not the Lancer, the Arrow Missile. Arrow Missile, excuse me. Arrow That's Missile. That's pretty cool. That is pretty rad. Now, this trend, I just Oof. can't get behind. This trend is, it just drives me absolutely nuts. I'm going to let nuts. you take this one. This trend drives me absolutely nuts. Go read. It's literally two pages. Go read A Letter to America. And please come back here and just let me know what you think. Because I feel like I'm going through like an existential crisis right now. And a lot of people are. So I just need someone else to be feeling this too. This is fucking insane. I just read Osama Bin Laden's Letter to America, which I will be going through right here. But it's actually so mind-fucking to me that terrorism has been sold as this idea to the American people and honestly just so many Western inhabitants within certain nations that this group of people, this random group of people just suddenly wakes up one day and just fucking hates you, just wants you dead, wants you gone. And this is all because they believe that they're better than us. Like that is the root of terrorism. It's I can't do it anymore. I got to stop it right Plus there. This is, literally, this is literally them. people. Oh this is literally people that are reading a freaking letter that Osama bin Laden wrote and finding sympathy in it and saying, you know what? I understand why 9-11 happened now. I totally agree with Osama bin Laden. That's like reading Hitler's Mein Kampf and saying, you know what? I understand now why they gassed all these Jews. The Jews really were bad people. I saw They it. were responsible for the downfall of Germany during the they, Great Depression. I, I, I look at this and I'm just thinking to myself, like, what? has happened in America. And, and for one, they, these people just don't wake up and they're like, oh, we hate America for no reason. It's it's an ideological thought that these people have. It's it's not something... Like she... Which I don't know if she identifies as a she, but whatever she is. My God. She has no idea what she's even talking about. Like she... Like I... Oh, we need to bring back Hussein Salams. We really do. We need to bring them back. We need to do that. We need to do a better job of educating. Oh and and the issue with education and, and bringing it back is Dude, I'm the not, education's now gone the way no, of where I, we have. I don't know if I believe that because I'm not educated. No. I'm probably one of the most piss poor no, educated but the, person. No, the, the, like, the, I have no education. That's what I'm saying. But you have the ability to take it upon yourself. These oh. people are the ones that go out and they get information from wherever the hell they, they think it is. And it's not accurate. They're educated via TikTok. They're educated via Instagram. They're edu educated via Twitter. We are losing the war in America when it comes to to, um, God, just just information that's being pushed out there. Because like TikTok in other countries, like say China, they don't even have they have another version of all this stuff. Theirs is so much different than ours. They're they're definitely beating us to the punch of misinformation and literally ruining our people here in America to believe like they like imagine the Chinese government is loving everything that's happening inside of America right now. Yeah. They they're allowing up. it to happen. They're, they're hundred percent censoring it for, I'm a prime example. Like my TikTok account, prime example of being censored. This YouTube channel, this YouTube channel, even though prime it's not, example it's of being not, censored. it's not communism, but I mean, we've been, we've been shut. We got shut down for a week about, about a week ago. We got shut down for an entire week for misinformation. All these videos, they keep getting removed for spreading misinformation, which I don't really entirely understand. Because we have a disclaimer clearly on screen. It's the stuff we're talking about. Not entirely sure if it's misinformation. Let's just be real. Yep. Just don't know if it's really on the same agenda as a person that's trying to uh, validate or Mislead. Video. Yeah.
Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Okay, well, I hope you guys did like this video. Uh, please do me a favor. Go check out Groove Life. They'll be linked at the very top of the description. I want to say thank you to them once again for sponsoring this episode. Uh, this wallet is amazing. It's Let me look at that thing, guys. That's awesome. So go check them out. The link to the description. Do love you guys. We'll catch you guys Monday.